back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends recap, review, giggle, and snort over a new romance novel each week. We thought you might need a refresher going into the movie release later this week, so we decided to cover Fifty Shades Freed by E.L. James. Let's jump right in. Squiggle lines. Yeah, okay. Okay, hi, Erin. But they're just like little blips. Hi, Mel. <laughs> are your squiggly lines back up and better than ever? Yes. Excellent. Um, we are joined here in the studio with Rooster the dog. <laughs> Wait, no, she's not I'm in so the room. I'm so sorry. She has to be because it's this oh, moose is just walking around outside. Okay. All right. We've had some moose drama, listener. <laughs> we tried starting this podcast already, and then a moose came up onto Aaron's porch. Tried to get in my house, you guys. I almost had a moose video. A moose burglar. Yeah. And so my dog went crazy and I was like, what is this bitch barking at? Like another leaf blew down the street. Like we're doing this again. Yeah. There's a child outside. Is that what she's freaking out about? And then I'm like, okay, Mel, I'm sorry. My dog's acting up. Because we usually record at like 3 a.m. when my house is very, very quiet and Rooster can't be roused to save somebody's (laughs) life, you know? (laughs) And so now it's 9 a.m. and she's awake. And so I was like, oh, God, let me quiet this dog. I'm sorry. I left. And I was like, Rooster, stop barking at the huge bull moose outside the window. So So now we're going to hear her licking things. We're going to hear her ears She's going to make a lot of mouth noises. I'm sorry, guys. But this moose just keeps just sauntering up and down the street, just freaking the fuck out of my dog. Oh, my God. And also freaking the fuck out of your personage. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I took a little video of the moose trying to eat the uh, the rock in my front yard. Or one <laughs> oh, of the people no. who have like just a boulder sitting in their front yard for decor. Mm. Like, I don't know who chose this, but we can't unchoose it. So there it is. <laughs> and uh, the moose is just like, nom, 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 snow on rock. Nom, <laughs> nom, nom. Like, what? Anyway. Oh, my Christ on a bicicleta. How are you? I'm great now. This is amazing. Remember the first time we started this podcast and the banter was kind of like, meh? Oh, Jesus, Lord. Hey there. The banter was like, yeah, so how was your week? Well, you know. It was, there was fine. A, there was a moose, but like the yeah. moose was two houses down at that point. Jesus. Yeah, because I was trying to I was trying to take a picture of the moose. And I kept calling. To you, and she kept calling. And I'm like, Melanie, <laughs> I'm trying to gift you a picture of a moose. The yeah. wild animal problem here on Vampire Island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a callback. It's a callback to a previous <laughs> it was. episode. It was. I think that's You're episode four listener. or five. <laughs> I don't know. Vampire four. Island. They can figure all of their shit out except the wild animal problem. Couldn't do it. Couldn't they had do witches it. that did everything for them. They, I mean, not... the witches cloaked the whole goddamn island. Uh-huh. Could not get rid of the wildebeest. <sighs> Those wild animals so. everywhere. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. This was great. This was really nice. And I can't wait to see all the pictures of this moose. Yeah, I took a video of it nomming on the snow. And then when it started to come at us, I went and grabbed Rooster. She was barking her face off. I don't blame her. Good job, Um, Rooster. Good job, Rooster. That's right. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) She's looking at me with her snaggletooth snarl face. I mean, she's had an exciting week because we had an earthquake tsunami earlier this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I texted you um, like a Muppet. 
being like, yeah. is you okay? Yeah, and I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck is she even talking about? I'm like, Melody got drunk and it's a Monday night. That's weird. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, that earthquake slash tsunami we had, I guess. It was a and wave. And I went to the internet and the internet just freaked out. I don't know why. <laughs> but Rooster freaked out, too. She was trying her very hardest to dig to burrow into the carpet for safety. Oh, like, honey, that's oh, not how that works. Heart. She's dumb. You dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All so right. the other thing. Shades. That, oh, yeah. Nope. No, no, no. That's the other thing that happened this week. I did this to us. On the post, mm-hmm. it said, like, thanks, listeners, for all your great recommendations. All the books on there, except for Fifty Shades, I believe, are listener recommendations. They I are. did Fifty Shades to us. Because when we were first starting the thing, I was a little bit like freaking out about making sure we had enough books to start and like, ugh. and so I saw that the movie was coming out and I was like, oh, that's, you know, we could do like a topical thing. That's fun. And uh, oh my Jesus. I Now that I think about it, I really think that maybe I could have done, I don't know, an actually good BDSM novel, like by a Tiffany Rice or as someone else that we love, because there is totally. good BDSM erotica out there. And I, I'm just too literal sometimes. But <laughs> we did have one person say, like, I'm going to need the refresher. Uh, and Aaron disagrees with that because nothing <laughs> because happens in this book. <laughs> nothing happens in this book. Like, Melanie and I were texting earlier this week. We usually try to have one of us kind of take the lead on the plot and, like, Mm -hmm. make the notes and stuff. And she's like, oh, I'll take the lead because, like, I've read it before. And I'm like, that's not a good idea, Mel, because if you've read this more than 15 minutes ago, you will immediately forget everything that happens because literally nothing happens until, like, the last 20 pages of the book. Like, I opened this thing. And then the two things that happen are just, like, unnecessary plot twists. I mean... They aren't twists. It's just like... Yeah, that's true. And then they had sex. And then they had a conversation. And then they went downstairs. And then she went (laughs) shopping. And then she put on makeup. And then she goes to work. And then she reads a book. Like, it's it's literally... And then they email. And then they have sex. Then they email. But then they have sex. It's like... And then they have sex. Just like a regular, really boring marriage. That's not what fantasy is about. Yeah, it. I mean, it kind of is, except for the fact that like none of it is rooted in any sort of reality. Because let's review. He is a 28-year-old man who can have sex six times a day and like right in a row. I think he's 28. If I got that wrong, sorry, listener. I don't care. And then she is a person who did not care about sex at all until she was 22. And then all of a sudden, he turned her vagina into the magic fountain. Mm -hmm. Like, there is... All of a sudden, she went from zero interest in dating or, like, doing anything. Like, she just wanted, like, a a romance novel hero, but not because she doesn't actually know what that is. And then... All of a sudden, she just gets wet on in like in the instant. The mm-hmm. the the amount of times that he just casually slides his finger into her vaginal canal without any like warm up or anything. <laughs> it's like how does that even? That's not how that works. Yeah, that I, is not okay. how that works. So I read you. At least read not all in my these. world. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Is that TMI? I don't know. Well, I just, 
Yeah. I mean, I think I'm sure there's a person out there, but it's like one person out of like, I'm going to throw a number out there, 90,000. And I think that's low. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You've read this before. Yeah, I've read all three. You've read all of them. I read the first one and I was like, that's enough. I can hold my own in conversations about this thing. I don't mm. need the other two to to figure out what it is. I know what it is. Yeah. And so I skipped the second one. I watched the movie. And then I cracked this gem <laughs> open on a plane ride. And I had a, I had two seven-hour plane rides this week. One, two, that's, one fro. That's and incredible. I thought... I'll knock this guy out. This is how I read these books. I'll knock this guy out on the first three hours of Plane Ride 1, and then I'm going to watch Battle of the Sexes because I want to watch Battle of the Sexes. There you go. This thing took me 10 hours because you know how many pages it is. I don't, Erin. 580 pages. (laughs) I didn't know that. I forgot. And there's no fucking plot. Well, that's okay for a book to be 580 pages when it's like one of the last Harry Potter books. Or it's I like the life Outlander of Teddy Roosevelt. Is 580 Fine. pages. And a, yeah, a lot of shit ton. happens in Outlander, though. Yeah, like nothing good happens too. in this book. They sleep. Man, they wake so up. Good. They sleep. Did no, you hear that true. little alarm? That was my Tamagotchi. He needs fed. I'm sorry. I didn't realize he was Stop here. it. Yeah, that's real sorry. I can't reach him, though, with my headphones. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I can't reach him. This is Are right. you a twelve-year-old in 1995? What is happening? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that would be more like 2000. Yeah. Are what you, are you talking about? I asked you if you were a twelve-year-old in 1995, and then I was like, "That's unfair. It's probably 98 to 2000 when the Tamagotchis happened." Well, have you put new batteries? Into no, that? it's the 20th anniversary, 25th. I don't know. It's an anniversary of Tamagotchi. Oh, my God. I am. And David got it for me for Christmas as a stocking stuffer. And I'm pretty excited that it's like January 29th or whatever. <sighs> and this guy's still alive. That's oh. how I feel about that. Sorry I didn't know he was in here. <laughs> He's currently like kind of a fishy thing with a tail. Hopefully oh. soon. I had, I had a mermaid. Oh, don't make fun of me. I had a mermaid. I don't have a Tamagotchi. You're a 30-year-old woman. The 31-year-old woman. Oh, snap. You're 31 years old. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Anyway, no, back to 50 you. Shades of Grey. Love what you love. All right? Yeah, I can't wait go. to see your right. Tamagotchi turn into a beautiful mermaid. Yeah. You know what my um, lady love recommendation is going to be? Get yourself a It's going to be fucking Tamagotchis. Great. Yeah, I had a good one, can't and now it's going to be that. And you know well, what? Like your weird Macbeth reference last week, there's going to be like two to three people that come out of the woodwork and they're like, me too. We love Tamagotchis. Where are your people? Yeah. true. You're not my best friend, but three internet strangers are going to be like, we love you for who you are, Erin. You're right. I had a dick moment just now. I am. I am officially put in my place. Thank okay, you. especially, and I really have no room to talk because I, I did this to us. Let's review. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so let's, should let's we just, start. okay, we jump in. This is now three months after they met and they are on their honeymoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Not th- this is three months into their marriage or three months no, after they met? Three months after they met. Three months okay, so after... Like- she showed up to do the interview. Three months ago, she mm-hmm. stumbled into his office. That's right. She fell Three right down. Three months before the beginning of this book. Yep. Because the first book, Let's Review, is only like a month long. But I thought it was like 
Okay. Well, I just assumed that the second book, because they talk in this book about like times they've broken up and like times they've had, and they like go back to the hotel where they first like snuggled up and they're Uh like, remember three months ago? Three months ago? You know what? That makes sense because, like, late in this book, she's like, I married I'm married 22 too fast. years old. <gasps> yeah. She says that, but oh, I God. just assumed it was like a year or something. And she's like, I'm 22 years old and I'm like a married old woman. And I was like, you're, tw- you're 22 years old? Yeah, she's 22. And they met three months ago. So they have broken up. They broke up at the end of book one, which I'm sure you recall from reading it. And uh, then book two, other shit happens, including but not limited to her being stalked by his um, one of his ex-subs who has mental problems now, which is also not how that works. BDSM, being into that does not mean that you have anything to work out. It does not mean that you have any mental problems. That's not how that works. And that's why. But to be fair, if you entered uh, into this contractual relationship with Christian Gray, where you lived in his weird white room in his house and had a contract <laughs> about butt plugs, you probably do have mental problems. So like her specific situation, I think does. No. Okay. Wait, I actually have something to say about that. <laughs> Get oh, ready. God. <laughs> Is this going to be things we don't know about Melody? Beep, boop, beep. Things you don't know about Melody. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, I saw a lot of social media um, this week that was like, well, nobody's consent boner is going to be unfurled. And actually, I have a counter opinion to that. The only thing that's good about the first book is their talk about limits. Their talk about like the contract is the coolest fucking shit ever because A, it's not actually legally binding. Like the whole we have to be in this relationship for X amount of days. Not great. But the fact that it was a jumping off point to have talks about what their boundaries are, what they're into, what they're not into, what they will do, what they won't do, the types of toys. Like, I love the fact that everything is so spelled out. We're not, she's not into rope play. So there's not going to be any rope play. She's not into uh, breath control. So there wasn't any of that. Like they hammered that shit out at the beginning and it was most fucking excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the emotional abuse aspect, not great. Not my fave. Right. But the contract was awesome because consent yeah, but abounds to agree in to his nonsense. terms where you have to eat like 300 calories per meal. And I know, but this this Layla lady did. Oh, that's did. true. Layla did. And yeah. so I think that she probably does have yeah. some mental issues if she's going to like go to his doctor and, you know, like all that shit that was in that contract. Like. Well, You'd have no, to be because super crazy. I know no, you've got to get tested for STDs, Melody. I got no, it. No, I wasn't but about like, to say that. I was saying that like it's not necessarily because there are – it was a weekend relationship. They only saw each other on the weekends. Uh-huh. The spirit of the contract is that she is his submissive. Like that could be a very, very healthy thing if everyone involved is a consenting adult. Like that's not where my judgment lies. My judgment lies in the assumption that if you like to be a dominant, then you're automatically a sadist who wants to hurt little girls who look like the quote unquote crack whore. That shit's not okay. I that's I not how that agreement. works. I just think that signing that contract is crazy because it tells you how many times to exercise per week. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's so not Aaron's this book. deal. Okay, yeah. So they're on their honeymoon three months in. It's bliss. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It opens on yeah. the crazy mom nightmare. Crazy mom nightmare. He has a crazy nightmare because they are currently in a fight over whether or not she is going to obey him in their vows. 
And right. so then they're, he's like, oh, I hate it when we fight. And then she's like, I, I hate fighting with you too. Let's never do it again. And then they bang it out and then we're at the honeymoon. But then the honeymoon flashes back three times. It's yes. like, why couldn't she just make this book chronological? It's like Monte Carlo on the beach. Flashback to the proposal. Monte Carlo on the beach again. Flashback to the um, wedding. Monte Carlo on you know the beach what, again. Flashback to the plane ride to the honeymoon. E.L. James yeah. is an incredibly inspired and creative author. And so I don't like you taking issue with her chronology. I prefer her <laughs> moniker Snow Dragon Ice Queens, Ice Queen Snow Dragons, and that's what we're going to call her. Fair. Okay. okay. So they're on the beach in Monte Carlo and they're flirting and doing things. And then he's like, got a yacht that's beautiful from 1920. Now imagine yourselves a 1920 yacht and think to yourself, is that where I want to spend my honeymoon or is it real folksy and weird? I think it would be real folksy and weird. But apparently they've got a state of the art yacht from 1920. I imagine it to be the size of a postage stamp. I know. And made completely out of wood. You know. And be like real stinky in there. I think it would be real stinky in there. I think that the Duke or whoever they had it from got it refurbished once or twice. Like who knows? But yes, a state-of-the-art 1920s yacht. Get stoked. Um, But Mm -hmm. right now they're currently on the beach and and he's putting a sunscreen on her and taking off her top. No, Mm -hmm. no. He's saying... She's saying, would you mind if I went topless? And he's like, I would hate that. And then he goes off swimming. After he tosses right. her in the water, there's some water tossing and some almost doing it in the ocean, which is not comfy. Not I've a good heard. idea. No, I mean, don't, don't put those microbes. Your vaginal canal is yeah, not the best Don't do idea. that. Microbes too good. Also, I don't even understand like lubrication wise how that How would, would work? that work? Salt oh. is not lubricating, you know? Woof. Water in general isn't water, lubricating. Water is not. You're right. So... Then it flashes back to the to just after the proposal because we see the proposal in book two. Um, this is after a huge meltdown that he has where he like goes oh. a little catatonic, and then and then right afterwards there's one proposal and then he turns it into a flowers and hearts as he calls it proposal. Oh, God. So no, it's it's really if, healthy. If you're 22 and three months into your relationship, you already have a man that is quote gone catatonic. <laughs> After a huge meltdown <laughs> over your proposal, uh, mm. just get out of there. Just well, get out. You know, she she loves him and he has a magic penis. So <laughs> she's like, would you like it if I went topless? And he's like, I'd hate that. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to be so flirty and silly and I'll just undo my top and lay on my tummy. And mm-hmm. then it flashes back to the wedding question mark. There's a lot of blissful wedding things and then talk where her mom reminds her that she did not vow to be obedient that's right can i but go ahead monte carlo Mm. when he tries to have sex with her in the ocean yeah the way that he tries to have sex with her is he leans in and says shall i take you in the (laughs) sea oh i hate it (laughs) it's like (laughs) take me in the sea gross no i know and she's like so into it she's like nibbling on his jaw nobody cares they try they do their best <sighs> well and then he's like i don't want anyone else to see my wife in the throes of passion because of course he has to turn it into a, a controlling thing. thing yeah okay so they get on the plane and here is my biggest issue with this because he wants to unwrap her like a present and so they get on the plane he 
undoes everything. Wait, he undoes everything. But when they're back at the wedding, oh yeah, he, they leave the wedding early so that he can go fuck her. Which like, right? Stay at your wedding, guys. Like that's your only wedding. But whatever. So they go get on the plane or quick he, bang it out in the bathroom and yeah. come back to the oh, wedding. Melody. Either way, not For everybody the record, has a melody. You know what? First of all, I know that. But second of all, I'm just saying from a no judgment place, like do what you got to do. Stay at your wedding. Whatever. Yeah, but when they're in, when they're at the wedding, they're at the reception. He leans into her and says, "Don't let anybody take off this dress, but, but me. me." Yeah, like, it's so but weird. Who else is gonna take off her wedding dress? Her, like, are you her that mom? paranoid? I know, right? I know. It's also. So weird. I have to say this too. In Monte Carlo. <laughs> It's they make it really clear that he's wearing jean shorts over his swim trunks. Yeah. Period. I'm just gonna leave that there. What is I don't that? know. <laughs> like that is some a shade of vampire sleeping in your bikini <laughs> nonsense. I was just and they're like, he undoes his jean shorts and underneath his swim trunks. <laughs> what? You know? Fair. <laughs> logistics with Aaron. <laughs> Besides the logistics, it's like fashion time yeah, with fair. Aaron, which fair. I never thought would be a segment, but right. here we are. <laughs> okay, so here's my issue. He's undoing all of the snaps and everything on her um, wedding gown, because apparently in my brain, her lace wedding gown has snaps. Let's move on. And all of a sudden, my note is he takes out the pins in her hair and it just flows effortlessly down her back and it's all it's all swishy and soft and touchable and i'm like nobody's goddamn hair is soft and fluffy and gorgeous after a professional updo nobody's when if you had seen the monstrosity that was my hair after <laughs> my wedding it was like uh it was like a hairsprayed strawed mess it, and it was curly because my hair is naturally curly like it's it is. I look like Medusa after I took my hair down. But did and you I leave am... that in for like a couple of days? No. I t- you didn't? No. No, you oh. left my hotel suite at like 4 a.m. to get on the plane. Oh, yeah. I had to do like a turn and burn for your wedding. I was yeah. at your wedding for a shorter amount of time than I was in the air flying to and fro your wedding. Yeah. And let's now review. The night of my wedding, I spent more time with Aaron than I did my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Because bitch was going Fair. back to Alaska, and that's what I wanted to do. And I'm fun. What? I'll have to post some. No, I'm not saying your husband's not fun. I'm just oh, saying good. Like, spending time with me is a good time. It is. I'll. I'm gonna post some pictures from your wedding this week, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, I looked gorgeous. I've got a really good lie. one of and me I was stealing so all thin. the liquor with Tanya and taking yes! it upstairs. Yeah. Yes, that's a great one. Okay, nobody's hair looks like that. Stop it. Nope. Okay, so now we flash back to Monte Carlo. She has, in her sleep, gone onto her back. And this whole thing just made me feel so icky because I've been, not in this situation, but in situations where you're like, you just accidentally do something and all of a sudden, like, somebody is so pissed at you. I don't know. So her tits are out and he's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I didn't like it. We had a conversation on the Penny Reed uh, Facebook page last week where... I was talking about some personal experiences and I don't like, you know, Penny Reed was like, you know, I I don't like it in my books when people might be triggered. I don't feel like it's triggering. I just feel like if you've been in this kind of relationship where you're just constantly trying to be absolutely perfect so that no one screams at you and no one throws anything at you and you're just trying to like just do every single thing to the minute detail perfectly so no one gets mad and then they still get mad 
like, I feel yeah. like you cannot have been in that type of relationship and then read this book and not just feel horrible, horrified. And and this one was the one that I was just like, my breath caught in my throat when he started yelling at her because it was horrible. He's just screaming like, what the hell are you thinking? You're so stupid. Like, he calls her stupid several times. In this Does book. he? He's like, oh, I didn't notice yes. that. Ugh. Yeah, I'll highlight later where he calls her stupid, but it's just... In this book, more so than in the first book, I noticed he was better at controlling his emotions and he's starting to kind of like learn and he would have this initial outburst and then immediately kind of back up from it and be like, he's trying to like train himself not to be like this, which, Mm -hmm. you know, is appreciated. But her reaction every time, her internal monologue is like, crap, 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 he's really mad. Is he going to hit me? What's he going to do? Is he going to do this or that? And he never does in this book because he's making himself better, which is nice. But mm-hmm. her reaction is always just, like, so saddening every time. I know. Every time. Later on in the book, there's a, a moment where she goes out with her friend and he's in New York and he comes back. I made a note of it because she says, he says, I really want to punish you. She says, mm-hmm. I know. And he goes, maybe I will. And she says, I hope not. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no. No. Yeah. Because especially in a dom-sub relationship, like, if the sub says no, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not it's not okay. Okay, so anyway, that happens and it sucks and I felt really uncomfortable, but there's a whole thing. Then we flash back, there was a prenup conversation. Nobody really cares. They don't have a prenup, great. And then yeah. they they go back to the boat, their state of the art 1920s yacht. And she's like, you know, do you want to punish me? And he says, yeah. And this is after like going out in the jet ski and being, I don't know, charming. Yeah, it's like whiplash. He's so angry and then all of a sudden he's like cheers wedding oh i love you and it's like what what happened you were so angry just now which is another thing that happens in all those relationships i just it's ah, yeah no it's it's not great so then he says that he's going to take her to the room they have sex with handcuffs um which wasn't terrible and she has like the most mind-blowing orgasm ever and then afterwards she wakes up and there's hickeys and welts all over her because he doesn't want her to be able to go out in a bikini anymore at all for the rest of their honeymoon period Mm -hmm. i hated it yeah it was really upsetting and she hates it and she like well and then she throws a brush at him which is another like not okay behavior not okay Mm -hmm. uh anyway so all of this happens. They have apparently a wonderful honeymoon. This is this is the definition of a wonderful honeymoon. <laughs> and they go and they buy art and they do other things. Can I can I just say during the handcuff sex, his mm-hmm. like his like orgasm line where he's like, they have the worst dirty talk I think of any book oh. ever. Mm-hmm. All she ever does during sex is whisper, please, please, Christian, please, 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 oh god, please, 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 <gasps> your dick, uh-huh. please. Like uh-huh. it, that's all she ever says. And then he, like, will throw out these lines, and I'm like, if that happened IRL, I would burst out laughing. (laughs) And he's like, this one where she's, like, about to orgasm, he growls, feel it, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If somebody yelled, feel it, baby. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Come on. Feel it, baby. Anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So then back home, his his office is attacked and his server room is arsoned. So he's upset about that. 
And he's upset about the marks that he left on her. Not the welts and the hickeys. No, those are fine because those make sure she doesn't wear a bikini. He's mm-hmm. upset about the handcuff marks that she actually didn't care about. Mm, right. She's like, oh, no, these were fine. Like it bit, but it was it actually helped my orgasm. And he's like, no, but I marked you. Never the hickeys again. are I must cool, buy though. you expensive bracelets to cover them. Uh, uh, I hated it. Um, can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, Legit please. question about these books. Okay. Sure. So there's her subconscious uh-huh who's a yeah. character in the book right and then also her inner goddess mm. who's a character in the book these are different people that live inside her mm-hmm. yes they're okay. alter egos i i would yeah, say yeah but what is the difference because i couldn't figure it out because there are a lot of lines like my subconscious peers over her half moon specs why the fuck does her half moon like what is she dumbledore <laughs> no <laughs> and tons disapprovingly yes. while my inner goddess slumbers on her chase lounge out for the count like what does that mean why are these different characters what is the difference between them <laughs> melody tossed to you oh <laughs> oh i'm supposed to feel that excellent okay so Nothing her inner so goddess oh you've read two of the three bitch all right now so her, her i felt like i missed something in the middle because I only you remember didn't. the inner the, goddess she, from the first one because it would like merengue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but her subconscious is always the one who's like, in the first book, it was especially bad because her subconscious was always calling her stupid and telling her that, of course, he wasn't interested in in a girl like her and blah, 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 blah. The subconscious is this old, like geriatric half moon spec harpy who always tells her the worst thing possible about herself. So it's like, you're stupid, so he wouldn't be interested in you. Or you're such a slut. Like, her subconscious always slut shames her. Meanwhile, okay. her inner goddess is always down to pound. Okay. So okay. her subconscious is always like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a merengue and I've got a rose in between my teeth, which actually happened in one of the books. I don't yeah, know which one. I remember one. that. I actually remember that. And like, she's always just got her legs splayed open constantly. She's like, a, she's got to be a... A constructionist. <laughs> nope. A, a con. The, the, the bendy people. What the fuck are those called? Contortionist. <laughs> oh no, I gotta cut that out. <laughs> no, please. You know, so, speaking of contortionist, in this handcuff section, he had handcuffed each hand to the corresponding foot. Uh-huh. And, and she said that she, she like, couldn't. She couldn't straighten, she couldn't straighten out her, her legs, <laughs> which didn't make like, any sense. Who are you? Like, Just I grab onto I'm... your knee, like grab onto your heels, and then it, a the handcuffs won't bite anymore. And b in what world? Oh, I'm sorry. In the first or second, some one of the other books, she's he says bend down, and she's shocked that she can touch the ground because she's such a bookworm, Aaron, and she doesn't know anything about her body, mm-hmm. and so. She's always so shocked and he knows her vulva better than she does. She doesn't masturbate, um, has never masturbated, doesn't know how, even after having metric fuck tons of sex because Christian always does it better than her. It is so (sighs) such a mess. Okay, wait, we have to get on track. She's not very flexible. She cannot straighten her leg. Like I just was like, yeah, that's nutter butters. Who are you? Yeah. Anyway, okay. So the next thing she does is flashback to a time where they shaved her. Yeah, I want to skip over all that because it's dumb. Okay, oh, you but don't. I just want to say she's she was like surprised by the whole. She was like, oh, she was like, oh, you're so dirty. Shaved my bikini mm. area before. This is a woman with dark hair who was shortly before this wearing a bikini. So like, Anna. Yeah. Figure it out. Anyway, yeah. All right. 
No, totally. Okay. She's one of those hairless, dark-haired people. I guess. I, guess. I don't know. I was just like, what are you? Yeah. Okay, sorry, <laughs> you were you? skipping that. I don't know, because it's just a mess. Well, there's so many things that just, like, surprise her. Like, when they're in the plane on the way to the honeymoon mm-hmm. and they're having sex, she's like, the Mile High Club, I've heard of this. I'm like, oh, Anna, it's not a club. Like, it's no. just sex on a plane. <laughs> right. Like, and And you don't have to try to do it in, like, those crazy tiny bathrooms that people apparently attempt. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got a whole bed. That's not the Mile High Club. You didn't work for that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, <laughs> you didn't find your way around a flight To try attendant. to make sure other people didn't see you both leave your aisle. Like, stop it. You Right. That is some bourgeois nonsense. Okay. So he buys her bracelets because he feels bad, and that's all messed up. And then um, his office gets arsoned, and... Oh, and then she takes pictures of him and he's like, I don't know how I feel about this because I objectified women before I met you. Mm-hmm. I had revenge porn stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ugh. Oh, and then they get home and he calls her fat as a joke, but then she doesn't eat. Hooray. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yep. And she refers to this several times where she's like, I'd love to have that fettuccine, but he called me fat. And I know it was a joke, but like, uh, he called me fat. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. So they have a family party, and on the way back, he lets her drive his car, which is just... The whole lead-up to that is just fucking insulting, but it's fine. He deigns to let her drive him home, and Mm -hmm. uh, somebody follows them. So they have this high-speed chase. He's... I'm uh, Okay, the amount of times this fucking book says, turns on their heel, you never cease to amaze me, you always surprise me and uh, runs his nose down hers yo yeah run running the nose like get new phrasing sometimes (laughs) okay (laughs) so they have this crazy car chase (laughs) they're in this public parking lot hiding and she's like (laughs) and then you know adrenaline hits her and then she cries but then he oh i'm sorry they're also in an audi r8 which i googled it just to see if it's like the size of a jeep Guess what? That sports car is not. He somehow gets this tall, long-legged bitch out of the driver's seat over the center console and into his lap with no problems whatsoever. And and her not helping because she's just like, oh, Christian pulls me over and I'm so surprised by it and I snuggle up. And then with her sitting in his lap with her feet in the driver's seat like like logs, right? They're They're stuck together. He just... Slips his finger into her vag. <laughs> How? <laughs> Where? She wasn't lubed up. She wasn't anything. And he just right in. Like, that's well, not how. I don't. Does she not have lubing, thighs? Lubing aside, I found this to be logistically sound. Really? Yes. Maybe I just have thighs that not only, like, like the fashion industry doesn't agree with me about the size a woman's thighs should be. Maybe it's like everywhere because but I, you're also no. tall, though. Yeah, but she's supposed to be tall, too. She's tall. Yeah. Well, oh. maybe I'm maybe I'm just melding the character with Dakota Fanning. I don't know. Dakota Fanning. That's no. Isn't that who Dakota plays her? Johnson. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm so good at names and titles. <laughs> Sorry, Dakota. Her Fanning. and Shania Woody. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I just melded We're them together. We're both up maybe. for the role, but Dakota Fanning. Anyway, no, the rest of it was fine. But just like, how how did she, like, she would have had to spread her legs at at, at least a little bit. And there's no talk of that. Mm-hmm. He just goes from hand on her knee to right up the vag. 
I don't know how that happens. And then they have other sex in the car, which is, I found, also logistically sound. Or impossible. Wait, sound or impossible? Sound. Oh, okay. I enjoyed the car sex. I thought. Yeah, no, I did too. I did too, yeah. Well, I also enjoyed the handcuff sex, other than Mm -hmm. the feel it baby nonsense yeah i couldn't get there were so many things during that handcuff sex that i was just like mm-hmm. what what is happening you can't what wait you have to pee ouch mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay so then they get back and she's still not sated our anastasia and so he takes her up to the red room and they have some rough butt plug sex from butt behind plug sex which i also liked here's the problem <laughs> yeah go ahead she's very like who cleans these butt plugs? And he's oh. like, oh, Mrs. Jones cleans these butt plugs <laughs> and this room. And she's like, oh, and she feels very embarrassed by that. Yeah. And then she like goes and gets some laundry. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to clean these butt plugs myself. Yeah, maybe I will And then that. Mrs. Jones sees her with the butt plugs. No, and she's she like, sees I'll her take with clothes. The laundry, yeah. She's like, I'll take those. And Anna's like, I don't know. But like throughout the book, she's just like so embarrassed that Mrs. Jones has to clean all these toys and has to clean this room for them. And I just wanted to be like, Anna, you can clean your own butt plugs. Like, you don't have to have the maid clean the butt plugs for you. Right. And it's like a constant thing where she's like, oh, it's so embarrassing how Mrs. Jones is going to have to hose down this, like, big X cross I was strapped to. It's like, no. You can, you can just... clean one room in your mansion, yeah. Anna. You you might want, you might could. Yeah, you might could. Mm. I just... Well, no, and she anyway. does clean the butt plugs anyway. The butt plug thing I had a problem with was I think this is the first time Anna's had anything in her butt. I don't know. I haven't read book two, but yes. she sure as hell acted like it. Well, no, and they talk about in one of the other books, they talk about how she's, oh, I'm sorry. In book one, a, na- a line I will never get out of my brain is, I want to claim your ass one day. Oh, God. Which is another phrasing that I'm just like, shall you not take me in the sea, sir? <laughs> shall you not take me in the sea, sir? No. And oh. you see. <laughs> um, okay, so he, okay. he blindfolds her, does not tell her that butt stuff is coming, mm. and then just lubes it on up and just like puts it on in there which is fine she he had lube he did some wait, butt stuff wait to her wait first. wait no i but, think in book two his finger had been up there before maybe okay fine but here's the thing you don't blindfold she, them somebody no, and, pro- and surprise no, them you with a butt plug. it doesn't matter how many butt plugs have been in there you at least have to be like hey you into butt stuff today how you doing today yeah yeah do you, <laughs> do you have feel to like poop it? is <laughs> there poop in there because no they, sometimes they have, they, they've been out doing a lot of stuff. I mean, it's not Who like knows? they're just laying around the house. It's Maybe true. Maybe she hasn't had the opportunity to do a poop and she has to do one. <laughs> she might. <laughs> she I might. don't know. And she's like, man, I can bang it out even though I kind of have to poop. And then all of a sudden there's a butt plug in there. <laughs> you know? I just feel like yeah. you can't do that you to ask, a person who's blindfolded. You can't just like <laughs> in there. Yep. No, it's okay. true. So then later <laughs> she sees a photo and she... She says that it's Jack Hyde, who is an old, who is her ex-boss, who got fired in book two, and it's a whole thing. So um, wait, he's the, the one who's from arsoning. the arson. He's the one doing the arson. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you're not just decorative. And I wanted to punch him right in the face. He says something like that. Right. Oh, also, all they've ever called each other is Mr. Gray and Mrs. Gray throughout the entire book. That's all yeah. they call each other the entire time. Yeah. Then some point during this, uh, like, 
conversation about Jack Hyde and looking at the pictures of Jack Hyde doing the arson, one of the security servants Mm -hmm. is like, blah, 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 (laughs) Mrs. Gray. And she's like, Mrs. Gray. Yeah. I'm Mrs. Gray now. As if that's not what everyone has been calling her for like 150 pages. Totally. As if she didn't just have a conversation with Mrs. Jones in which she was like, call me Anna. And Mrs. Jones was like, Mrs. Gray would not be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're Mrs. Gray. This is, I don't, ugh. Okay. So then she's like, maybe we can make out in front of the TV like teenagers. And then, of mm. course, they have quick sex after he's like, who have you made out with before? How yeah. dare you? I'm going to go punch the fucker. And then he, he wants sort to of turn it into a cute thing. Beat him up. Yeah, it does. But here's the thing that it, she turns it on and it's an old episode of the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> and Mulder blurts out from the television, quote, something about the FBI's most unwanted. So it's the pilot, actually. It is. Um, of the X-Files. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about how Christian was an X-Files fan. And I'm like, and he's why? Not. He's not. First of all, I just, I just, why do you have to? They're trying to humanize him, Aaron, and I'm sorry that they took something you love and shat upon it. <laughs> I just feel like if she turned it on and it was the pilot, he would have been like, oh, it's the pilot. Like yeah. I was when Mumble, mu- Mumble, Mumble moldered something about the FBI's post on Okay, sorry. It just made me no. so upset. He wasn't a fan. He doesn't like TV, blah. But then they have a more sex. And then he's like, let's go to sleep and we'll cover third base there. So let's review real quick, everybody. Real quick. What are the bases? What? He called uh, second, first and second base were smooching. Third base no, was... No, second like, base is over... Uh, second base is upstairs, uh, I think. Third base, yeah, most he, people think is oral or at least right. like downstairs play. All right. So he, okay. he got to second base and then he hit a home run by... By pounding oh, so it right he in just, her. He just rounded third. Okay, I got it. I thought they were saying third base was sex. And I'm like, well, then what's home plate? No, 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 Aaron. Okay, so, but let's review. Um, we know from previous books that Christian Gray really likes morning sex. So I'm just going to assume that they had sex this morning. Because it cuts mm-hmm. straight to the family party. Family party. They have adrenaline car sex. Then they have TV makeout sex. Wait, then- you forgot butt plug sex fuck they have butt plug sex then they're supposedly going to go back in and have more sex this is five or six sexual sessions in one uh let's say 15 hour period what i don't know what your problem is Mel. um maybe (laughs) like like but here's my problem every single day every day (laughs) every day we see on the page they have sex between three and five times a day and i don't know how that works she's just magic fountain vagina i don't understand she's never like the next day she's never like "Mm, i'm a little sore which is ridiculous because most of the sex we see is just him like pounding fiercely that's Mm -hmm. it anyway let's keep going okay because this is like I mean, there's erotica, but then there's like, what? (laughs) It's also like pretty vanilla sex. It's all for a book that was billed as like the kinky BDSM sensation of the year. No, 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 no. That's not what this is. Okay. Okay. So then he goes to her job because he got an email from her that says Anastasia Steele. Literally the first day back from her job. He expected the first thing that she would do is call the IT department and say, change my name immediately. 
I am married now. Change my email. Yeah. So he shows up and he strong arms her into agreeing to change her name and then tells her he's giving her a publishing company, which is like, wow, not in a good way because he's always he's always doing things again to control her. Like he has to he has to own the company she works at. And now he has to have her run the company she works at. Like she's never had that dream. And now he's like, you should do this. I don't know. Right. Okay. The house designer comes to the house and now we get to see a little bit of Anna unnecessarily flexing her anger upon someone else when she's really frustrated with Christian. Mm -hmm. So the house designer is like flirting and she doesn't like it. And so Mm -hmm. she... Oh, I'm sorry. First, she puts on like she dresses up for the woman, which I actually kind of (laughs) loved, even Mm -hmm. though it was bitchy and petty. I still kind of loved it. So dresses up for the woman. And then as soon as Christian leaves the room, she's like, hey, Gia, I'm going to fire you if you don't keep your hands off my husband because he's my husband and he is not interested in you. And so Mm -hmm. this woman is like, like, okay, Mr. And Mrs. Gray. Okay, sure. Yeah, I I think I didn't she's like trying it. to be more like him in this moment. I didn't, it wasn't the worst, but like after the car chase, he got yeah. really mad at one of his security slaves, Taylor, mm-hmm. um, and calls him into the office. Sawyer. Like, no, Sawyer, Sawyer, I think. I don't, they're all the same. Yeah, it's true. To me. They're just <laughs> Security like, slaves. Yeah. Just, the same just level. security people that. who like live with him and are at his beck and call all the time. And he calls the guy into his office and he's like, what the fuck were you doing? Like just mm-hmm. screaming at him and just like horrible, toxic leadership awfulness. As if, and I yeah, think as she if that's professional that, at all. Right. And then later they talk about how he's uh, funding one of their daughter's schooling. Yeah. And she's like, he must really like working for you. And I'm like, there's no fucking way any of these people like working with this man. Earlier in no. Monte Carlo, he literally snaps at a waitress. Like, snaps oh, yeah. at a waitress. Uh-huh. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're 28 years old. We would have been divorced at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, So I think she's trying to be a little more like him. And she's like, I'm powerful, too. I can be petty and mean towards subordinates who I employ. Like, (laughs) I can do this. (laughs) So true. It's great. Okay. Well, and also, you're really angry at Christian. Just tell Christian that you're angry Mm -hmm. at him and don't take it out on other innocent bystanders. Yeah, right after this, they have another fight about her name where she has to again reassure him that she is his even though she's keeping her name for a little bit or wanted to but she's not going to now because he owns her okay he asked her to cut his hair she never actually cuts his hair she mostly gets trussed up on his lap and then comes with nipple play which is fine because frankly her vagina needed a break how they want to fuck each other seven shades of sunday which i don't they say that probably 15 times in this chapter. And I oh, don't, God. I don't even oh, understand. Yeah. I think maybe the author found a way to say they could fuck each other with the word shades involved uh-huh. and was like, I'm just going to repeat this a lot because it ties in with my book. Also, when did she start calling him 50 as a nickname and how did that happen? Do you know? Oh, I think that was... She's just like, my 50. And I'm like, well, that was not... I think... Oh, God. Let me remember. I think that might be book two... It would have to be because in the first one, he says, this is 50 shades of fucked up. And I'm like, that's a clunky way to work the title into your book. <laughs> OK, that fine. So then then she's like, well, he's so I think it's that he's so mercurial that and every time his mood changes is a new shade, I think. And so she's mm-hmm. like, 
my 50 shades because he called himself 50 shades of fucked up so now he's her 50 shades and then she just shortens it to 50 i think it's really bad and she never she never only in her inner monologue she never ever has the balls to say it out loud okay so during the sex two things happen that i need to note one of them is he Mm -hmm. leans in and says you have such beautiful breasts anna he groans one day i'll fuck them and she says oh my gosh what the hell does that mean (laughs) i'm like what do you think that it means like Use your imagination. You read books, right? No, she has no imagination. Not when it comes to this stuff. She says, he's like getting naked. He's got his shirt off. This is Christian, my husband, my lover, my overbearing megalomaniac, my 50, the love of my life. I've never like looked at someone lovingly and been like, my overbearing megalomaniac. Anyway, Uh -uh. the love of my life. He reaches for a zipper. And my mouth goes dry as his erection springs free. He smirks. You like? He whispers. <laughs> I'm just like, you're married. If somebody who I was in like a committed relationship, like if you've seen somebody's penis one time and they yeah. whip it out and they say, you like? It's like, yeah, I've seen yeah, it a lot. Like, we've done this before. <laughs> you like? Can you imagine like taking off your shirt and being like, you like? <laughs> like I know, I right? Can't. Look at these brand new titties. Like, they're not new. Even if they were new, it's such a gross thing. Yeah, it's so weird. Ah, Anyway. Okay. So she doesn't cut his hair. And um, then she walks in on Taylor and Mrs. Jones because they are kissing. And she's like, What? They have have sexual organs too? Yeah. They are indentured servants. Yeah. But I have to say something about this. Okay. Mrs. Jones, not married? Not a married person, Mrs. Oh, Jones. I don't know. Because they've never explained why she's Mrs. Jones, but like then she's like having this relationship with this guy Taylor, who I think maybe is that's classic. just an honorific. Well, because Taylor is maybe. divorced. Sure. Whatever. Maybe I'm Mrs. Like, Jones is too. I just I needed know. them to explain why they call her. You want to know Jones. why? Because E. L. James watched Beauty and the Beast, and she was like, "Mrs. I need a Mrs. Potts." Well. Here's what's even better about that. Mm. Then for the next like three after after she sees walks in on them and then goes to Christian. Christian's like, yeah, they do it. Um, <laughs> Anastasia then in her narrative calls Mrs. Jones Gail for like five chapters because she found out that Mrs. Jones fucks sometimes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, maybe she can have a first name now. And then after about five chapters of just referring to her as Gail goes right back to Mrs. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even explained. She just starts calling her Gail without even telling the reader that her first name is Gail. Mm-hmm. Yep. For a while, I was like, who's Gail? And I was like, oh, that's Mrs. Jones. But she's sexual now. <laughs> well, and maybe she can be my one friend that I'm allowed because she's around all the time anyway. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So then she finds a gun in Christian's desks and it belonged to Layla, the stalking ex. It's a whole thing. And he doesn't know how to use it. He thinks there's a safety on a revolver because, oh my God. Adorable. Ugh, not adorable. Dangerous. Like, I grew also up with true. guns all around me and my dad instilled in me a very, very healthy fear of firearms. And I have always respected them as a result. Like, stop it. You Don't just put guns in an unlocked drawer and not even check to see whether or not they can fire bullets right now. Stop. Mm-hmm. 
Also, they get in a fight over this gun situation. He's very anti-gun. She's very pro-gun. You need to learn how to use this. So they're in the fight, and he's like, maybe you could take this out on me later. And so she thinks that he means that maybe she could restrain him during sex. And she kind of gets a little bit like, like, maybe I could like do some things with him. That's kind of cool. And then she's like, hey, did you mean earlier like that I could maybe restrain you during sex? And he's like, oh, fuck no. God, where would you get that? idea yeah. he's like i don't know if i would be okay with you touching me if i had restraints on me it's like what this <laughs> like okay fine I well just... because she counters with mrs robinson restrained you and he was like she couldn't she didn't have free reign to touch me like you do i kind of get that because he has a weird thing with touching fine you know what everybody should know their limits and he does okay so he goes to new york city and she defies him by going out to drinks with her friend kate while he's well, out. So there's heightened security because of the the guy. Yeah, stalker Jack guy. Hyde. Oh, my God. So because of that, he's got security and doesn't want her to go out for a drink. He wants her to stay in for a drink. So she's like, okay, we won't go out. But then Kate is like, I really want to go out. And Anna's like, me too. And so yeah, everybody's like, daiquiris. And so they go out. And he finds out that she is out at a bar and not in at the house and immediately gets on a plane in New York City, which is not a rational response. She goes to the bathroom while at this bar mm-hmm. and the female security slave follows her in. Yeah. And she's like, can I just pee? And she's like, all right, I'll stand right outside the stall door. And she thinks to herself, I haven't been out on my own since I got married. I have not been alone once since I got married. <laughs> fucking terrifying I mean, honestly <laughs> oh it's really scary i value my alone time a lot i yeah yep. anyway terrifying so. terrifying okay so then anna goes home and there is it, jack hyde has been restra- like knocked out because he attempted to break in yeah. and there's a whole kerfuffle and then the security guys are like we need something to restrain him. And Anna's like, hold on just a sec. I got these cable ties because we fuck with them. And <laughs> she goes to I the bedroom. I loved that moment. I did I loved too. It. it was my I was favorite. Like, I was like, oh, it, it made me so happy. When they got home and security man is all bloody and Jack Hyde is like on the floor, it upset me because I was like, E.L. James, we have mm. been reading for 200 and something pages and mm. literally nothing has happened. There's been zero <laughs> plot. It's just they are having sex and then they aren't having sex and then they right. go to the store and then they go to work and then blah, 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 blah. And now a thing happened. And it and is you, just, it's like a half a page long. But it didn't even it didn't even happen in front of us. She gets there and he's already yeah. knocked out. Could she not have like gone out for drinks, come back, and then he tries to break in? She still could have had Christian be pissed at her for having gone out in the first place or drinking or eating or one of the other things he hates that she does or wearing her hair <laughs> the wrong way or whatever, not having the right snacks for him or whatever. Sorry, it's getting personal. But like she still could have had him be mad at her for whatever she did that night. And then we could have gotten some action with Jack Hyde. Like, come on. We couldn't. No, we can't. Something could have happened. It didn't, though. So they restrain him and he gets carted off. Uh, She goes to bed. And the next morning, he's in the corner of the room watching her again because he does this a lot. He just sits in the corner and drinks and smolders at her. To be fair, he started out as Edward Cullen. Yeah, no, I know. You're right. You're totally right. Uh, Stephanie, whoever she is, really started this for us. <laughs> I have this note. She's still calling her Gail at this point. This is okay. <laughs> and I said, 
I noted, oh, I guess now that we know Mrs. Joan fucks, we call her Gail. But how about calling her husband? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, boy. Okay. I thought that was very funny of me. So he's mad at... You are very funny, just in general. So he's really mad at her, and then he starts, like, cold-shouldering her like crazy. He rejects her in the shower, and she's like... And so she immediately is like, what? He doesn't want a bone right now, every minute of the day? So he doesn't want me anymore, period. Oh, first he comes home, and he's so pissed that he says, I want to punish you. I really want to yeah. beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Maybe and I that's will. When, I hope And then not. she says, I hope not. That's Ugh. when that happens. Yeah. Which Ugh. I'm like, no, you just... Nope, 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 nope. They just... Hard limit that nonsense. And he says, Anna, you would try the patience of a saint, which is gaslighting because she didn't do anything. All she did she was did go not. out for a drink with her friend. And now she's like, oh, you're right. I'm being really trying and terrible and crazy. I would try the patience of a saint. No, no. Mm-hmm. All she all she did was be alone and pee in a stall for just a moment. <laughs> just <laughs> just a wanted moment. to pee. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. Um, although she does come back with something like, I would call you a lot of things, but not a saint, which I thought was, you know, witty. Yeah, one of her cute, one guess. of her rare witty moments. <sighs> okay. So then let me see. She sends him a great email. Yeah. She figures out that he knows more about Hyde than he's sharing with her, which is fucking unfair. And I mm-hmm. like the fact that she calls him on it. So she sends him a great email. What does the email say, Erin? Oh, so many things. She sends him an email the next morning that's like, you know what? You're mad at me. I'm pissed at you because you knew a bunch about this stuff and you didn't tell me. So there. And then he doesn't send her an email back for a while. Yeah. And she says, I will take your silence as an admission that you did indeed return to Seattle because I changed my mind. She asked when he got on the plane. Yep. Whether it was when he found out about Jack Hyde or whether when, you know, she was out at the bar. Yeah. And she's like, well, because you never tell me anything. Yeah, now that she's not in the presence of his pheromones, she can think straight. And she's like, mm-hmm. wait a second. Why are you here so early? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you don't tell me anything. How am I supposed to know that I'm supposed to protect myself if I don't know there's an issue? <sighs> right. Just take your fucking word for it. Then he sends her an email back that says, watch your language. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silent scream. Oh, boy. So uh, then, then they have a says, fight. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. There's so no, many emails back and forth. But then she says, Kristen, I just changed my mind. I'm a woman. We're renowned for it. Oh, I can't even. This is not a thing. That's a human thing. <sighs> yeah. And so then when she gets home, she's like, yeah, we're going to talk about this. And he says, no, I'm going to feed you lamb. Yep. And I'm going to blindfold you and put things in your mouth and ask you what they are. Like, I don't know. At no. this point, do we have that much trust, Christian? I don't know if we do. Well, here's what blew my mind is that she sits there blindfolded in the kitchen the whole time he's making lamb mm-hmm. and, and doesn't know it's lamb no but just from the how smell how long does it take to cook lamb like an hour right no 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 he reheats it he's just putting it in the microwave i think really i yeah, think christian he doesn't it. cook no no that's a thing christian doesn't cook like gail gail mrs jones she's still gail right now we haven't forgotten that she fucks fair. yet fair <laughs> okay so then they have sex and it makes it better they go to the playroom oh no no this is this is where i have some issue with some sex okay he takes her to the playroom yeah trusses her up on the cross and then and then he does orgasm control on her for a while he does um orgasm retention what is that called he doesn't let her come he takes her to the brink and then refuses to let her come over and over and over and over again. And we all know how I feel about that. And it's a form of punishment. 
he can't Dear beat listener, her. If you don't know already, Melody really likes orgasms. Well, I at least like to control when I have no, them. I'm Thank you very kidding. fucking much, everyone. But this is a thing people enjoy doing. It's just he didn't, they didn't talk about yes, it before. exactly. And he's using he, it well, as a punishment. No. Exactly. It's not like a, this is a really fun thing and then you're going to detonate like a cannonball afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, he is never, ever going to let her climax. And it's fucking mean. So... She uses the safe word, thank goodness, and Starts she crying. cries. He takes her down, and they have a they have time, and it's but and then they have sex where they have vanilla sex, and it's a thing. So then he has another nightmare. He has a nightmare because they're in they're in rela- relational strife. Wakes mm-hmm. up and just goes from nightmare to buried inside her once again. No right. start. No foreplay, no anything, just all of a sudden zero to impaling her. And right. it's fine, apparently. Her her vagina does that just great. I liked the sex. I was good with it. It was fine. I don't know. I'm sorry. Know. I liked it. I mean, something. I loved how he he uh he came and then she was like, Oh, I guess this just isn't my night. Oh, yeah, I First did. First really I'm tortured like- and punished, and now he's just gonna come and not worry about yeah. me. And then he's like, no, my wife, you have needs. <laughs> and he goes uh-huh. down on her for a while. I like. No, it I like that part. I just don't, I don't understand. I mean, maybe because there's already semen inside of her mm-hmm. from earlier. So it's a little bit more slick. Like I, logistically, I just don't know about it. Just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So then he decides that he's going to whisk her off to Aspen. And he takes All Kate and Mia and Ethan and Elliot. Because they only have friends who are blood related to each other. <laughs> or boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. He's still mad at Kate, by the way, for taking her out for drinks, which I'm just like... Yeah, and he's also mad at her because uh, in book two, they Kate found like an email back and forth about the contract, I think. Oh. I don't remember. There's Did something. Did she do journalism is the problem? No, not even. She was just like, Anna, are you okay? Because it's talking about whips oh, and yeah. chains and caning. No one asks my don't girl ask she's Anna. okay. Don't ask Anna. Don't do that. Do not do that. And it was like the day they were announcing their engagement. Mm. Like, Because let's review, they got engaged eight weeks after get, getting getting faces in each other's faces. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm going to say that. Okay. So in Aspen, let's just do a quick rundown. Okay. They go shopping. Oh. First, she wants him to teach her how to ski. It's the summer, which she forgets. But he's like, don't bet on it. Skiing's dangerous. You'll never ski. All right, continue. <laughs> In your whole life, you'll never fucking do it. She sees Gia there. Elliot and Gia used to have a thing. Doesn't really matter. Anna and Kate go shopping. They get this dress, which is really scandalous. It's just a dress. And then they're going to go clubbing. The girls put a bunch of makeup on her and she gets into this silver dress. It's a silver mini dress. May I highlight when she's buying the dress, she takes a picture of herself in it and sends it to Christian to ask if it's okay that she buys the dress because it's very revealing. I forgot that happened. Wow. No, I don't think that's true because when he walks in on her, Mm -hmm. but then why is he so shocked by how revealing it is when he walks in on her later? Let me see here. She gapes at herself in the full-length mirror, blah, blah, blah. She's wearing the Manolos. She's all legs, flesh exposed. Uh, I decide I should ask him. I pick up my BlackBerry. I need your advice. She attaches a picture to an email. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, great. 
So he's just, when he walks in and sees her, she's also got her hair and her makeup done up, which is not, which is unusual for her. Sure. And like, she's got the whole package is why he's kind well, of Well, and I think he finally sees, like, the backless part of it, maybe. I don't know. He's just like, wow, you look amazing. And she's like, ugh. So he instructs her not to bend over so that no one sees her full-on vagina, which I just think is good advice. That's just good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bend down. <laughs> I don't find that controlling. I feel like that's just good advice. And since she's not allowed to have any friends, he's there for her in that moment. Exactly. He is. Okay. So then they go clubbing. A guy attempts to dance with her. Mm-hmm. She gets drunk. When she yes. gets drunk, he go. He gets her a bottle of water. I know you're looking Which at the I time, but this is important. He no, hands her no. the bottle of water and um, he says, here drink this i frown at him and see rather than hear his sigh he says three glasses of white wine at dinner two of champagne and a strawberry daiquiri and two glasses of french he <laughs> at lunchtime drink anna you're not hydrated now anna and that i can identify with that is what i live with every day <laughs> It's true. You got to stay hydrated. You have only had 24 ounces of water today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really appreciated that about him. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so then a guy. That's right. (laughs) So a guy tries to dance with her. And in everyone's defense, he doesn't just try to dance with her. He sneaks up behind her. He does that thing where he goes from in within two seconds, has his hands on her hips, and then he's full on grabbing her ass. And then she reaches down and she's like, your hands are hairy and Christian is hairless. And so first she wiggles up again. So she feels this guy kind of dancing behind her Mm -hmm. and then she thinks it's Christian. So she wiggles up on him like a clownfish. So I kind of feel like this. She literally says, I wiggled my butt against him. Yeah. So I don't really feel like it's this guy's fault. Like he came up and was dancing with her and she's like, "Mm, Christian, and I'm drunk and it's like wiggle, 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 wiggle. And then she feels his hands and she's like, not Christian. So I don't even think this guy really did anything wrong. Yeah, but I, okay, I just personally am not a fan of the surprise grind. Sure. You have never met this girl. Do you have any indication that she would want to wiggle up upon you? And if that's the case, why wouldn't you think that perhaps she might think you're someone else? Especially if you've seen her earlier in the VIP booth with a man. I don't know. I just I I just didn't feel like he really deserved what happened. No, no, no. What happened was crazy. So first, this is perfectly fine. She slaps him. There's mm-hmm. another thing that's crazy about that, but I'll get to it later. I think her slapping him is fine. That, no, me that's too. That's the level. I do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. She says, don't fucking touch me and slaps him. Good. Mm -hmm. We're good. We're good to go. And then Christian comes up and just full on punches him. First Mm -hmm. of all, he's like, get your fucking hands off my wife, which is like, fine. Whatever. She you could just say her and then punches him out. And it's a whole thing. And it's really crazy. And then they go home. And the next morning, her hand hurts. The next morning, her Uh hand is red and tender okay so first Mm -hmm. of all a slap one slap eight hours ago 12 hours ago i don't know her hand is still smarting then all of a sudden christian kisses it and the pain is quote-unquote magically gone i didn't even know he literally kissed away a motherfucking (laughs) boo-boo because apparently she was actually hypnotized in in the off scenes in book one Because just his voice can make her immediately wet in a way that is just fantastical. And uh, 
He can literally kiss away boo-boos. So there's that. Then they have some some fun. Uh, I actually really like this. Some fun like try to make me not do you sex. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also want to say that he when they talk about her having slapped this guy, mm-hmm. he says um, that fucker. I can't stand. I can't bear the, that he touched yeah. you. And yeah. so he wasn't mad that this guy had like violated his wife or made her uncomfortable no. or made her upset. He minded that he touched that another something man. that was his property. I mean, That's right. it was like, get away from that thing I own, which was why it was like, don't touch my wife. It's like, yep. don't touch my toys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a mess. Okay, but yeah, they this, have this some, like, some little fun... rape fantasy sex is pretty good. I wrote, didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't even... Yeah, I guess you can call it a rape fantasy, but yeah. It was So kinda. it's like, fight back. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go back to regular life. Time passes via email. Hyde goes to jail for a minute. For breaking into the house. Yeah, but like bail bail is available. Mm-hmm. And then <sighs> I love your note. She doesn't like her female security now. I don't know why and I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah. She says something to, to she hasn't liked about Prescott like she didn't for a while. like this Prescott woman who's following her. And I was like, there's got to be a reason for that. that happened no, there's not. The there's book, literally but... not. No? Other than, no, other than Prescott doesn't smile. Back. Because she's at her work job, yeah, so Prescott doesn't she smile. She works for a Christian who is yeah. an awful, awful boss. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Layla shows up, the stalkering okay. ex. All right, another non-plot. Yeah, Layla yes. shows up, dum-dum, and dun, she's dun, in dun. the waiting room, and she's waiting for her, like, what's going to happen? And she, like, agrees to see her, even though Christian told her that she wasn't allowed to, and it's like she's got to get frisked for weapons, and what does she want, and blah, 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 and she's like... Hey, I just came to thank Christian for sending me to art school. <laughs> and then, like, Christian shows up and is like, why are you here? And she's like, because I wanted to say thank you for sending me to art school. <laughs> and then that's done. And, I'm like, and also to have... make sure that you're happy and okay because Fine, Layla's like... in love with him. Also, she brings Ugh. this other sub, former sub with her, who's like, who the fuck? And she didn't. She's like, I'll just wait in the lobby. Like, she's a non-character who had a non-thing <laughs> yep. to say. And, like, Layla's a non-plot device. Like, I have no idea why this happened. Mm-hmm. There was it literally added nothing to the book. Well, other than what's her name, Anastasia, mm-hmm. being like, "You better not be mad at me." Like she put her foot down. Okay, so Ray has an accident. Her stepdad has an accident. Another total non-plot. There's non-plot. no reason for Ray He's to go to the hospital. Car accident. I thought maybe it was the car like that had they had chased had chased them earlier. Nope. Like maybe it had something to do with that. It doesn't. Random it's just drunk driver. Random drunk driver. Not a thing. It's just a way to bring Jose back. I feel like I don't maybe. know because Jose's yeah. dad was in the car. I'm not sure. Yeah, and since Jose can't be an actual werewolf in this one, they need some other reason for him to come back. Ha. Yeah. Then she tells everyone in the office, which makes no sense. Like, don't show me that. I know she has to tell everyone that her dad has been in an accident. But like, this is what I'm sorry that that's my note, but. This is my problem with the book. She no, li- I know. It literally goes through every single person. She's like, hey, Hannah, my assistant. Yeah. My father was in an accident. I'm going to have to leave for a while. Here's what I need you to do. <sighs> then she goes to like the office managers like, hey, um, my dad was in an accident. Here's what I need you to yes. do on gone. I need about a week and a half. She goes to every person. Like, I know. Why are we ah, like. It's a mess. This is 580 pages long. <laughs> no, I know. 
So then while they're down in Portland, because that's where Ray's in the hospital, he throws her a surprise party and he gets her her own R8, which is something that she asked for earlier in the book. Right. Can I tell you this too? Oh, yeah, please. They don't know if he's going to die. He's in critical condition, blah, 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 as Ray is. Mm -hmm. So the doctor comes out. Oh, yeah. Dr. Blue Eyes? I don't know. Whatever. Says, you're his next of kin, the doctor says. Yes, his bright blue eyes almost match his scrubs. And under any other circumstances, I would have found him attractive. I'm his daughter, Anna. Miss Steele, he says. Mrs. Gray. Christian interrupts him. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because this is the time. Please interrupt the doctor that's about to be like, (laughs) your dad is dead, to be like, I'm sorry, she's married to me? She's mine? She's Mm -hmm. my property? Don't mistake this. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ, Christian. It's not the time. Yeah. So then Ray wakes up, all is better, because once again, didn't need to happen. Um, The cop interviews her and tells her that Hyde's story is that she sexually harassed him. Also, don't know why I need to know that. Like, book, why do I need to know that? Oh, God. Also, there's some sex in here where um, they're in the hotel because she has to stay in that Portland hotel with Mm -hmm. Ray. The Heathman. Yeah. And so they're going to, like, they're going to have some sex in the hotel. And Christian... They're about to get on the couch and have sex. And he lays down a towel. And I was like, oh, you were excited. Oh, it's time for anal. Like, this is going to happen. Oh, I was thinking either anal or he was going to try to make her squirt. But sure. neither of those things Whatever. happened. I was like, towel time. Like, tell right. me something interesting is <laughs> yeah. going to happen. No, they just didn't want to damage the upholstery. And they just had yep. a regular ass vanilla sex. Nope, not mm-hmm. regular ass vanilla sex. Just regular vagina vanilla <laughs> sex. <laughs> and I was like, oh, god damn it. Like, I was yep. reading this, and I looked over to my boyfriend. I was like, he just laid on a towel, and he's like, anal. <laughs> and I'm like, nope. Nope, didn't happen. That's amazing. Okay, so then another thing that just happens is that all of a sudden, it's now, it's been 13 weeks since she had her shot, and she doesn't know, and she runs into her doctor, who was like, Anna, you've rescheduled a bunch of, of, a bunch of appointments, come up and see me now because that's how doctors work <laughs> and that's how doctors who are afraid of the wrath of christian gray maybe, work maybe <laughs> may have like assassinated this doctor oh i it know was her fault. yeah so then she's pregnant everyone she's pregnant and at first <sighs> she's really freaked out but then she's like mm, um my little my what does she call it a blip a blip, a blip. Okay. Because it was a blip on the sonogram. So she's afraid to tell him, rightfully so. Oh, yeah. Let me just go through some of the things that he says when she tells him. His eyes first harden to flint. You're shot. He snarls. And she's like, oh, shit, oh, shit. He's really mad. She's like, did you forget you're shot? Fuck, fuck. He's really mad. Christ, Anna. He bangs his fist on the table, making me jump and stands so abruptly, he knocks over the dining room chair. Mm-hmm. You had one thing. One thing to remember, shit, I don't fucking believe it. How could you be so stupid? Yeah. She thinks, stupid, I gasp. Shit, I want to tell him that the shot was blah, 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 but the words fail me. I gaze down at my fingers. I'm sorry, I whisper. Sorry? Mm -hmm. Fuck, he says again. I know the timing's not very good, she says. Not very good, he shouts. We've known each other for like five fucking minutes. I wanted to show you the fucking world, and now fuck. Diapers and vomit and shit? He closes his eyes. I think he's trying to contain his temper, but losing the battle. Did you forget? Tell me, or did you do this on purpose? Oh. No, I whisper. I can't tell him about Hannah. Her her assistant had rescheduled the appointments. I can't tell him about Hannah, or he'd fire her, because of course he would. She'll get fired. I thought we agreed on this, he shouts. I'm sorry, she says again. He ignores her. 
This is why. This is why I like control. So shit like this doesn't come along and fuck everything up. Christian, please don't shout at me. Tears start to slip down my face. And he says, my least favorite line in the whole world, don't start with the fucking waterworks now, he snaps. Fuck. Runs a hand through his hair, pulling it as he does. You think I'm ready to be a father? He goes on and on and on and on. Rage, 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 rage. And then he leaves. And then he fucks off because he's allowed to do that. Uh, I don't know if he has a security detail. Can you imagine if she fucked off after that? argument oh. if she left can you imagine what would have oh. happened like a helicopter would have landed on the top of whatever building she was on at he would have emergency stopped the elevator and just left her there for hours <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god it's a mess so christian goes and so then she's like oh i mean oh god i can't even imagine being in her shoes and like being in that place all by herself Ugh. And then Christian comes home super drunk and adorable. He was a little adorable. She says adorable. adorable. I mean, he was he, a little adorable, but that's was. the problem. It's the whiplash. Like, yeah, it is. It is. That's Ugh. the problem. He was so mad. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, you're so beautiful. And you're just like, what happened? Did I imagine that? Like, what happened? Yeah. Oh. So, so then she accidentally sees a text from Mrs. Robinson. And she's like, what the actual fuck? How could he go to her? Which I, I get. And then she's like, you know what I'm going to do? He doesn't want to show me anything. I'm just going to look. And in this case, I don't think I care. I'm giving this to her. He won't tell her anything. And so I don't know if it's really terrible that she goes through his email. I don't know. I'm I'm torn. No, I, I well, it's an accident that she sees the text. Yeah, it is. But it, yeah, it no was care. accident. Yeah. Are you kidding me? She's like, he's not, she's not allowed to have anything private. Like literally she cannot pee No, alone. it's true. Okay. So she finds out what it was on Hyde's computer. It's obvious that Hyde has been um, obsessed with Christian and his family. She sends him a text being like, hey, I saw this fucking text and we're going to you best believe we're going to talk about it. And then Mm -hmm. she goes to the playroom to sleep the next morning. Everybody thinks that she has absconded. And so, of course, he is about to send out a search party. He's He's already called her best friend. uh, Indentured servants. And then she like gives him the cold shoulder, which I didn't mind, except that she sort of turns it into this like sexy dance thing where she puts on this this sexy lingerie in front of him and all the things. And I'm like, you're playing with fire. You're like, don't set up expectations where you're like, I don't know. It just felt really weird to me. Mm-hmm. You're already in a situation that seems pretty abusive. Maybe don't meld anger with lingerie. I don't know. <laughs> like for either but of that's you. That's their whole thing is like it is. you get in a fight and then they don't really resolve it and then they have no. sex to make it better. Right. And do you have the text I sent you that was like the plot of the book? I might. I wish on. I remembered it, but I can't. Uh, your text is, he says she can't do a normal thing. She then does, she does the, normal the normal thing. thing. <laughs> then he's mad. Then he's they bang mad. it out. Then yep. he's sad. Then he's sad. She yeah. comforts him. Uh-huh. Then he tells her tells that she her can't she do, can't a, normal do a normal thing. Then yep. she does the normal thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the plot. So, so the next thing that happens. They have a giant fight, uh, but the giant fight is actually really good, I think. Yeah. Because she's like, you know what? Fuck you. You know what you said last night? You said that I was going to choose the baby over you, and you you are fucking right. I am going to mm-hmm. choose this defenseless baby over you because you are a jacktard. And the whole thing. So yeah, I liked this fight. Yeah. And then she spends the next night in another bedroom. Um, he has been sitting in the corner watching her again. And he's gone by the time she wakes. And then he yeah. goes to Portland. And while she's at work at lunch, she gets a call from Jack Hyde. 
And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, the plot has begun on page 520. (laughs) The plot is happening. Something's gonna happen. Maybe. So Jack says, get me $5 million within two hours. I have Mia or like, I'm gonna kill Mia. Um, So she goes into save Mia mode. But he says, you can't tell anybody that it's me that has called you. You cannot tell your yeah, course. You cannot tell Christian. Christian cannot get you this money. No one can know or I will know and I will kill her. Yeah. So she goes to her house. She gets away from her security. And as she's leaving, she's like, oh, Sawyer, I liked you. You're totally getting fired now. Bye. Mm-hmm. And goes to the bank. She tries to get the money without him, but the bank manager's like, you're just a missus, so I better call the mister. Well, to be fair, her driver's license says Anastasia Steele, and she sure. says, I want $5 million out of Christian Cray's account. Fair. It's a little bit. I don't yeah. think that's sexism. <laughs> sorry. Fine, fine, fine. Although, may I tell a story? I'm sorry. I know. Sure. How long are we no, in? Please. I don't know. So I was getting on this plane. They said active duty military board on this plane whenever it was. And like 12 guys get up all in their military haircuts. I get up. We get in the line. We all get on the plane. When he gets to me and he scans my thing, he's like, oh, you're in boarding group four. And I was like, I'm in the military with all these other men that are around. And I'm like, he's like, can I see an ID? I'm like, you didn't ask any of them for an ID, but here's an ID. And he's like, oh, okay, thank you, ma'am. And I was like, I'm sorry, the ponytail threw you. (gasps) Good for you. I was so mad. I was between like six He still didn't. He still didn't ask any other person for a military no. ID? Uh-uh. Oh. I didn't stick around to see his face. Anyway, uh. but I don't think this thing at the bank was sexism. No, fair. All right. I, I was being I a think dick. it was okay. protecting $5 million. Fair. So he calls Christian. Christian immediately thinks that he she's leaving him because fair. he's been the worst guy fair in the whole wide world. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. So he, she's like, the only way he's going to leave me alone is if I tell him that I'm leaving him. So yes, Christian, I'm leaving you. And he's like, take it all. Is five million enough? Because just take it all. And he says, was it all about the money the whole time? Oh, my God. It's like, uh, devastating. Just like, yes. Yeah, but also, you like, know what? Fine. What part of her action up until this point has led you to believe that it's been all about yeah, the money? Like literally shit. nothing. She's never <sighs> wanted anything from him. Yeah. So then Hyde sends a car for her and it's the Jeep that chased them earlier and out steps Elizabeth. FYI, Elizabeth is the HR person who mm-hmm. has made a few appearances yeah. in this thing. You will have the thought when she steps out of the car. And- what? And Anna's like, oh, my God, oh my it's God, Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth. She You're was gonna the be one like, Wait, in the Dodge who? that followed us. You're going to be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's going to say, from work. And you're like, okay, I guess this bitch is somebody that works with her, but I'm not going back. She, we are 500 she in, pages in. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She was also in book two. She did the interview with, it was Elizabeth and Jack that did the interview. Like, it's been a thing. Okay. But not really. I, I had a moment where I was like, wait, wait, who's Elizabeth? And then I remembered. So... Elizabeth takes her, oh, she switches phones with the bank manager. She does something logistically clever, question mark. Mm -hmm. Because Christian tracks her phone. Yeah. So she keeps her phone. Jack says she's got to get rid of her phone. So she takes somebody else's phone. That's right. Yes. So he takes her out to a place where Jack is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she gets out of the car. Jack uh, does the thing 
where he does the the villain monologue for a little yeah, while. He does that. And then they get into a scuffle. He beats the crap out of her, throws her on the ground, kicks her twice in the stomach, and then she shoots him in the leg with the gun that she took out of Christian's desk, which doesn't have a safety on it, the revolver that belonged to Layla. You're welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm. And then she passes out. And as she's passing out, she hears sirens and sees Christian running out of a car because he's found her. Because if she didn't save herself, he would have saved her. Don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. So then we have the most convenient hospital stay I've ever seen in my whole life. (laughs) She keeps on coming in and out of her semi-coma. Is that the fucking Tamagotchi? I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do. I can't stop him from beeping and I can't. can't. (laughs) He's hungry. How many times does he need to eat? It's like he's hungry and then it'll beep again because he pooped, you know? (laughs) cannot. All right. Great. We're almost to the end. I know. So he, um, At least Rooster's she keeps been on waking. Good. She has been. Rooster's been really She's good. been asleep the whole time. Good job, Rooster. So she's waking and, and just listening to the most pivotal conversations that each person has. Nobody is ever like, I kind of think I want a sandwich. No. Everybody's like. <laughs> it's like really important conversations the entire time. Um, the, mo- the one that jumps out in my brain uh-huh. is Christian. Oh, please go ahead. I hope it's the same one. Is it Christian talking to his mom? Nope. Oh, okay, go ahead. This is my favorite one. The fog lifts, but I have no sense of time. Ugh. If you don't take her across your knee, I sure as hell will. What the hell was she thinking? That's her dad. Mm. Then Christian responds, trust me, Ray, I may do just that. I wiped that from my memory. But then she spirals down once more into oblivion. Like, I cannot imagine a situation where my father and my partner are discussing spanking me. Like, I can't even say that out loud because then I imagine my father and my partner. Like, I just... (laughs) It's so <laughs> gross that her dad and her lover are sitting there being like, who's yeah. going to spank her because she's been naughty. So gross. Like one of us needs to be incredibly paternalistic and it can either be really uh, actually paternalistic or sexual, like not cool. Okay. My favorite conversation is he and his mom where he comes to the conclusion that he's okay with the baby, that he's um, maybe going to be a good father mm-hmm. and that his relationship with Mrs. Robinson is bad or was bad. Mm -hmm. And now that he has a baby to think about, he can situationally place himself to think like, oh, I wouldn't want Mrs. Robinson fucking my 15-year-old someday. So maybe. Mm -hmm. uh." Okay. She gets out of the hospital. She has bruises all over her. He asks the doctor if it's uh, okay to bone. And the doctor's like, good to go. But then he doesn't have sex with her for like nine days. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to deal with it. They go see the house, which is under construction. And then they finally fuck in the meadow. They fuck in a meadow. He tells her the whole story about him and his mom. He tells her the whole story about Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. He tells her like start to finish how they got together and blah, blah, blah. And then in the field... They find out that Mr. Robinson was somehow in cahoots with Jack Hyde, like bailing him out of jail. Why I, not? We also find not? out that Christian likes drinking her breast milk. Fine. Oh, God. We find that out in the epilogue. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was in the field. Is that? No, because she's she's not even like, I don't three know. months pregnant I, I was point. so over it. I was like, <laughs> how is this book still good? Like, how is she out of the hospital for weeks? We've heard his whole backstory. They fucked and we're still, I've still got 40 pages left of this thing. How is that even possible? Well, yeah. So um, the epilogue is she's pregnant with baby number two. 
And we find out that during their kink play, he likes it when a little breast milk spurts out and he gets to he gets to lap it up. Can I just say no that as I don't a know what you're going mother, to say, but I don't want to know. I'm already <laughs> a little queasy. No, I hear you. I OK, hear you, but here's the thing. My hormones shifted in such a drastic way. And I think this happens to a lot of postpartum women. Not all, obviously, because Irish twins exist. But my hormones shifted so much that like, A, I wasn't into it. Like the first six months, I was like, kind like maybe, sure, we might, could. But mostly I was very like baby centered. But B, because I had a kid attached to one or both breasts at any and all times, I was super eked out by nipple play. Mm. Like, no, I didn't want anybody touching my nipples in a sexy way because for some reason, like, I just didn't want both things to happen. I was like, I, there's an infant that can eat from me. I I can get turned on in other ways, but like, don't touch my boobs. Don't do it. I don't want, I don't want that. Thank you very much. Don't want that. It Mm. ekes me out. And I don't even think it was like a mental process. This is me reflecting on it. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was just like, "Eh, no, thank you. Thanks for offering. Get out of there. (laughs) This has been TMI with Melody. (laughs) Is that really inappropriate? It's not inappropriate. (laughs) Erin is in her sweatshirt. I zipped myself into my sweatshirt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure motherhood is beautiful, but right now it kind of freaks me out. (laughs) I just... (laughs) I think motherhood is beautiful, and I loved breastfeeding. So there's that. I've watched you do it. You seem to really like it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um. And I'll breastfeed anywhere. <laughs> I know. Yep. Nobody's going to shame me. Uh-uh. All right. We did it. We did it. Do you feel freed? Do you feel 50 shades <laughs> of freed? <laughs> I do. I feel so many shades of freed. <sighs> I was reading this last night. I was finishing it up and David was like, I was like, oh my God, how do I have 40 more pages of this? And he's like, have they broken up yet? And I was like, no, they're not going to break up. This is the last thing in the thing. And he's like, but it's called Fifty Shades Freed. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it means like emotionally or whatever. And he's like, oh, I just assumed they broke up. <laughs> like, I'm free. <laughs> you know what? I take that about you, David. No, they're going to be together forever, whether one or both of them likes it or not. So, Aaron, do you have a lady love this week? I do. Um, get yourself to a toy store and buy a 25th anniversary <laughs> Tamagotchi. No, I have to pee too bad for you to make jokes like It will. That. Oh, you should probably have sex because it makes the <laughs> orgasm better if you really have to pee. Um, that's from the book. Uh, mm-hmm. Listener, uh, it's 25th anniversary Tamagotchi. Depending on how you treat it, it evolves differently. It's kind of fun. I thought you had I, a different one. I was, I I did. I had, I had planned to say um, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. there was a dog on this plane that was um a quote-unquote service dog that was definitely not but that wasn't Mm. her fault um and her (laughs) the family she was with was just in like such crisis it was uh horrifying to watch like they just had no control over any of their business and they were all over this plane and like the mom was terrible and everything was awful but again not the dog's fault and so the dog just kept wandering around the plane and I got to pet him a lot. And it was a real good dog. Awesome. It was a good part of my day. Just get a dog. Find a dog. There you go. Find a dog. Pet the dog. Uh, mine is go on a cleanse if you, if you dare. <laughs> mine is the I opposite. I just feel so good. I want to amend dogs and Tamagotchi to be like, if you're out there thinking about going on a cleanse, <laughs> don't. don't. <laughs> 
No, so I'm on day four of cleanse and day two was rough. Day two, I definitely was editing our our current episode being like, I don't know if we are particularly shrill Uh or particularly judgy, but I hate us and we are not good. And this podcast sucks. And Aaron was like, that's a good uh, clue to listeners. If you're listening to us and we Mm -hmm. seem judgy and shrill and a little much for you. Eat a carb and then come back <laughs> and see go. see if see you feel different. Feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on a cleanse if you if you feel like you need to or don't. And oh, P.S. Mine is a food based cleanse. I'm eating all the time. I'm eating like fruits, vegetables, fats, and nuts, and and lentils and stuff. I'm just cutting dairy and and gluten and alcohol and sugar and stuff so it's not like a juice cleanse where i'm not eating i'm eating everybody mm-hmm. i'm eating <laughs> never worry note. about that melody is always <laughs> gonna be eating it's fine yeah. so am i yes all right you can find us on instagram at heaving bosoms facebook at heaving bosoms podcast twitter at heaving underscore bosoms you can find us on gmail we got we got a couple of emails this yeah, week we and i'm like so happy about mm-hmm. it yeah, so Gmail is heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com, and we love hearing from you. So, you know, get in touch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I boy. Know. I don't know what Do it you is. have one? Uh-uh. Um, did we say anything funny this episode? I don't think we did. <laughs> what was something horrifying about the book other than all of it? <laughs> Oh, I know. Okay. Keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love how silky and soft your hair is when you take it down from a professional (laughs) updo. That really bothered you. It made me so mad. (laughs) Uh, All right. Muppet Melody. Have a good day. Love you, Aaron. Love you too. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.